When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. It's the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. Um, okay, so we talked about, we touched on it for like a hot second in the uh, Dirt Alert update. Gabrielle Union, uh, there's some news about Gabrielle Union. Yeah, in fact, she filed a complaint Thursday. So Gabrielle Union, you'll remember, let's back up a little bit. We'll just say that the headline is that she has filed a discrimination complaint against America's Got Talent's producers along with NBC Universal. We'll, we'll talk about the details in just a moment, but I do think it's helpful to back up and remind people um, that this is not the first time they've heard of Gabrielle Union's uh, harassment complaints against um, NBC Universal and America's Got Talent. So let me just uh, give you a little background on that. We talked about that. I actually can't remember the specific when time is very fleeting in this moment. Do you are you ta- when we initially yeah. talked about that? It was like a month ago, maybe. Um, actually, you know what? I f- have the tweet here. It was November of last year okay. that we learned that Gabrielle Union had um, a complaint, a number of complaints to lodge against America's Got Talent, but specifically Simon Cowell. You remember that's when we learned about, for example, the story about Jay Leno making a racist joke uh, during a commercial break Mm -hmm. um, that they were filming. So all that was, you know, just under a year ago. But then, and we knew stuff was going on behind the scenes because NBC Universal had talked about how they were addressing the issue, but we really didn't hear anything else. Well, apparently the, the negotiations, which they... Uh, were in the midst of conducting were not enough um, or Gabrielle Union didn't feel that those negotiations were leading to the results she was hoping for, which uh, it seems then is the reason that she went ahead and filed this complaint. And I should say that this complaint is actually very likely a precursor to an actual lawsuit. Um, so that's that's uh, that's what I know about that. Um. Oh, there I am. Whatever happened just worked. Uh, okay, so, sorry, technical difficulties over. Um, okay, so this is the, so we're now in the precursor to a lawsuit that will be rolled out by Gabrielle Union for these discrimination allegations. Likely, I read the story in Variety, which talks about how this uh, is all laid out and what the complaint actually is, who it's to. And I can tell you that the complaint itself was filed with California's Department of Fair Employment and Housing. And it names specifically three outfits, Fremantle Media, Simon Cowell's production company, mm. Psycho, or Sicko, I don't know how you say that, probably not Sicko, uh, and then NBC Universal. And again, those DFEH complaints are usually precursors to a lawsuit. And um, Holly brought this up during the um, Dirt Alert. So 
Um, the NBC Entertainment chairman, Paul Telegdi, he has um, also been uh, accused in this recent complaint of threatening Gabrielle Union through her uh, representative um, for speaking out against the racism on the set that she felt she witnessed. Okay, so this is like an onion, right? Like the layers of an onion. Yeah, so there's for sure. the initial um, allegations that she shared publicly in you said it was in november mm-hmm. Gosh, that feels well like- that's when the story broke we should say about right. her because you'll remember she and julianne huff were let go mm-hmm. um and i think it was uh shortly thereafter that we started learning that not all was well right so so there's that like sort of pod right so like you know she talked about things not being so great on set in november and then just in the complaint of that or the public awareness of that Mm -hmm. then she starts to experience harassment as a result of speaking out yeah so when she you know made those uh those complaints public apparently she claims that she faced pushback and directly threats from the head of nbc's entertainment outfit um and you know none of the people that were named i believe are speaking with the exception of a spokesperson for NBC Universal, and here's what they say very categorically, quote, The allegation that anyone involved in this process threatened Ms. Union is categorically untrue. We took Ms. Union's concern seriously and engaged an outside investigator who found an overarching culture of diversity on the show. NBC Universal remains committed to creating an inclusive and supportive working environment where people of all backgrounds are treated with respect. It sounds like a very boilerplate legalese, you know, cover all your bases, response um it does not address the specific um issues brought up in her complaint and her people are taking um you know everyone to task as a result i i'm not going to read the full response from her she i found this interesting this little side note but um she's got this person speaking on her behalf and it says that he has power of attorney his name is brian friedman um I'm not sure if that's just her legal representative, but I'm wondering if it's because of like COVID that he has to act as her power of attorney because maybe she's not able to be wherever. Oh, interesting. That's that's interesting. Or maybe that's just totally standard. But like when I saw power of attorney, I'm like, why does Gabby Union, Gabrielle Union need need a power power of attorney? attorney. Can I also just point something else out? I don't want to go down this road, but I just want to I want everybody to like hold on to this as we're talking about this. Um. Remember another story that we just touched on in the Dirt Alert update about Matt Lauer Mm, mm -hmm. and that that was he was also like NBC is not exactly doing well by their employees. No, I mean, by all accounts, if you take Gabrielle Union at her word and if you take uh, the other people at their words, whether it's Ronan Farrow or, you know, countless reporters who've covered the Harvey Weinstein story, the Matt Lauer story, um, was Billy Bush NBC? Uh, no, that's no. ABC. No, he was at NBC when okay. he was on Access Hollywood. Yeah, so like literally there is a, a history here. There is enough evidence here to believe that something stinks at NBC. I mean, can we just... Hi. Like at what point... I don't know. This is like the, the refrain I've been singing lately. At what point do we go, hey, this is like clean clean house. Yeah. Start over. Yeah, it's just a very large bureaucracy, and insofar as this particular these particular um, uh, concerns 
uh, are concerned. <laughs> um, there is enough to focus on here. I will say, having read, I read through this variety piece, and then I went back and read Gabrielle Union sat down and um, actually addressed a lot of this yesterday, which this article points out as well, and I read through what she had to say. And what's fascinating is, I bet there are people who are gonna they're gonna try to paint her as somebody who's overreacting, or as somebody who's making an issue out of something because she personally didn't like the way things were handled, and mm -hmm. that she's trying to make it a larger issue. But that's the problem right. right now: is that if you don't take individual, this is an individual problem. It's just that there are a lot of those individuals, and when it comes to race. And maybe it's just because of, well, you know, the world we find ourselves in, you have to change your thinking about these things. Um, right. So many of us have to change our thinking about these things. And if you just write Gabrielle Union's concerns, complaints, and rightful, like she talks, for example, about Simon Cowell smoking. He had this habit of smoking um, on set, which is apparently illegal um, in California. Mm -hmm. And he would, you know, she has to be in his face to do her job. And that bothered her from the first day she was on set with him smoking in her face. She has an allergy. It created this cold, which this here's a fascinating story. Mm -hmm. She developed like cold symptoms and bronchitis as a result of his, you know, smoking, smoking in her face, Uh huh. Mm -hmm. which he's not supposed to be doing. And I bet a lot of people would be like, big deal. He smokes cigarettes. Just like get away from him, and, you know stop blah 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 right mm -hmm. again individual issue um however there's this moment where she talks about how howie mandel because you know he's got the like ocd he's a stuff he's, yeah he's and a, like a bunch of germophobia yeah she constantly had like a runny nose and you know cold symptoms because of the smoking the tobacco smoke that then drove howie nuts that she was sniffling all the time so like it's just a fascinating story how this all played out on the individual level. But again, I think it's those individual stories that if you don't take them seriously, this is a very well... Well, that's like the micro in the big macro, right? Like a system is made up of a lot of micros. Yeah. And if you have enough... Like, if you don't take Gabrielle Union seriously, what does that say? She is a star on your show, right? Like, mm -hmm. if you don't take her... Um, her complaints seriously then what does that say about how you treat other people in her position mm. or other people like her so mm. i don't think this is you know much ado about nothing i think nbc universal needs to you know you can't just hire a personal investigator to tell you about yourself also if a private investigator came to you today colleen and said what's it like in your workplace do you feel fine are you okay but you knew that that private investigator was hired by your boss. How would you feel? Oh, honey, I would be like, everything's okay. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Right? Like, I'm not saying whether that's right or wrong. That's just, you can understand why, why people, if you go, just saying you went to, you hired somebody to ask a bunch of your employees how they felt, that doesn't, that doesn't, that doesn't address what Gabrielle Union, I think, is trying to raise because okay well uh, let me just tease that out before we uh before we head out for a dirt alert but if people don't feel safe in their environment under the direction that they have having somebody who is in cahoots with the person who's not making them feel safe ask them if they feel safe is just an extension of that lack of safety 
So you don't feel safe going to a person who's not making you feel safe and say, I don't feel safe. Yeah, because you don't feel safe talking about that unsafety to the unsafe people. Turn around, open your windows and look outside. Hello? Mm. Uh Uh-huh. Snaps. When we come back, Elizabeth Reese is bringing all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert after this on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. We are going to attempt to hear Elizabeth Reese in this beautiful dirt alert on My Talk 1071. Hello, Elizabeth. Can you guys hear me? Yay! We hear you. Okay, I'm so glad. Hopefully everybody over the air can hear me. If you can't, email Colleen Lindstrom. See Lindstrom <laughs> oh God. at mytalk1071.com. First, give her a compliment and then tell her I if like you can that. hear me or not. Thank I think you. that's a good plan. Um, okay, thanks you guys for the patience. I appreciate it. Uh, Gail King was on the talk today and she is talking about being worried about her son. She's like a lot of black mothers in America who worry about their sons going out and about and Mm. what they might experience when they leave their homes, Mm -hmm. which should be something that everyone should be able to do Mm -hmm. without being worried about it. She said, my son is 33 years old and I'm worried about him. She's been begging her son not to take his dog for long walks in Santa Monica amid the ongoing protests in response to the death of George Floyd. Santa Monica has been, has been a tough spot. There's been a lot of unrest there. Um, And she said, I'm worried about him walking his dog. I worry for him being a black man, period. I, You know, I just want to say we shouldn't need um, to we shouldn't need for celebrity people of color to be telling their experience in this way. Mm -hmm. However, we do. We do. Yeah. And I'm so thankful for her for being a voice for that, Um, because I, I, I do think, unfortunately, for the majority of people hearing it from somebody who they watch, who comes into their living room every single morning, like, Oh, it might actually make it hit home. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think when you hear it from, I, you know, I also do think there's something from hearing it from um, black women who are rich, poor and everywhere in between that it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Right. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter how much, how famous you are. You know, a big, I remember really that moment when um, Oprah went to that Hermes store in Paris. Do you remember that? No. Yes. And she got kicked out. We talked about that. It was like a huge deal because they literally like profiled Oprah and then kicked her out. Wouldn't let her in the store, kicked her out of the store. I mean, assuming that she was a woman who wouldn't be able to afford. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
put anything in there. Oh, clearly because gosh. she's black. It was terrible. And that was a real moment for me. And I think all of us are kind of looking back at moments where we've sort of had light bulbs of understanding, oh, wow, there is a lot of injustice in the world. And if you're a white person, you have to have those light bulb moments to realize it because you don't live it every single day. Right. And yeah. and if that light bulb moment comes in the form of Gail King uh, sharing her life with us each and every day, um, then so be it. Yeah. I'm hopeful that more people are opening their eyes in more ways right now. Also, Gail King's son should be a model because holy Hannah, is he oh. good looking? Just... Okay, we're on our way to Girl Google that right now. Typing immediately. I just want to tell you. Petty Corner is always open. I've never seen a photo of him. His name is William Bumpus oh, Jr. He is yep. extremely He's not an unattractive um, man. He's easy on the eyes, but also I can't say that I've ever gone out of my way to Google Gail King's uh, kids. Well, I was going to say the... Are they married? Her uh, William Bumpus Sr. He no, they had two children together. That's her ex-husband. Okay, well, um she they have a 32-year-old also easy daughter. On the eyes. Yeah, th- she, they had a bad breakup. Like really? she she um I think she walked in on him cheating <gasps> on her. That's right. I do remember that cuz yeah. she's talked about that with Oprah before. Yeah, and he's apologized for it and Okay, it was well, really he bad. looks beautiful on the outside. Yeah. I'm just, you know, her son is ridiculously yeah, good easy looking. on the eyes. Um, okay, the campaign against Leah Michelle continues. So basically, if you worked with Leah Michelle, <laughs> now's your you chance. Don't like her, and now's your chance in to on share that. your story. <laughs> so uh, Jordan Pruitt claimed that the Leah Michelle controversy is common knowledge to people in the entertainment industry. And just now I have to look up Jordan Pruitt. These, uh, she's an actress. I don't know if you're going to recognize her. Okay, I just she says yeah. everyone in Hollywood knows, in all caps, the nose. That Leah Michelle is a horrible human being. She's a B to everyone. We all know it. Yawn. Moving on. She said, I've lived in L.A. and worked there for a long time. I've seen a lot. Comes with the territory. I'm just saying the only thing shocking is that people are just now calling her out about time. Hmm? Okay. I don't know. So I so this Jordan Pruitt Uh is was on The Voice. Yeah. Then I'm guessing probably had. Um, maybe a guest spot on Glee because they both were on Fox. Um, I just am, I think it's curious that everybody's jumping on this bandwagon. Can I right just now. say too? Okay, hmm? say she it. must be a real I know nasty person right? because here's what I know. I uh, it would take a lot mm-hmm. of yep. nasty for me to call someone a quote horrible human being like. Uh, in public, by the way. Well, I know. not yes, not only to just call somebody that, but to call them that in print. Mm-hmm. Because I just generally am of the opinion that if somebody really is a horrible human being, they're probably not worth those. They're not worth my words in print. Mm-hmm. But if like, so I'm just saying, like, if somebody was willing to put their name on that, she must be real. There is like no way that anybody could come back and deny that, apparently, no. because mm-hmm. you wouldn't go out and say that. If it was unindictable, there's one person, Dean Geyer, who portrayed Rachel Berry's love interest, Brody Weston, on season four of Glee. He defended her, saying, Leah is still one of my favorite co stars that I've had the pleasure of working with. She's extremely hardworking and super fun to be around. So he's the only one who said anything good. And I think we're, I mean, we're up over half a dozen of people who have said that working with Leah Michelle is horrible so maybe she's gonna have a really wonderful awakening she's about to become a mother and maybe she can go 
Wow. She might be having an awakening. I don't know that she's going to have a career. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's kind of, you know, that stuff isn't, it, no matter how talented you are, it's not tolerated. Hello Fresh terminated their uh, mm-hmm. endorsement relationship with her. They said goodbye. See you not later. Fresh. Yeah, hello, not so fresh. <laughs> goodbye, fresh. <laughs> yep. I don't know. Kate Blanchett says she's fine after she um, suffered a little nick to the head in a chainsaw accident. This is so weird. I can't don't even. go near your head with a chainsaw, I don't please. Know. I mean, I feel like if you have a chainsaw accident, <laughs> that's very bad. I have a hard enough time with knives. Okay, oh. don't ask why, but I was watching YouTube videos yesterday about using an axe and using a what? chainsaw. Okay, Colleen. Wow. Um, hey, I'm glad I'm in a different studio. It's a long story, but I have some wood I need to split. Um, and I was like, I don't think I want to use either of those tools ever. No. So Kate Blanchett taking a chainsaw to anything. She said it sounds very exciting, Ugh. the chainsaw accident, but it wasn't. It sounds exciting. No, though. it doesn't actually to me at all. <laughs> Elizabeth Reese, thank you for that dirt alert. Thanks, Thanks, Elizabeth. When we come back, we need somebody to play the 30 second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds. Five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Oh, hello. And every day at 1230, we play a little game, and that game is entitled The Throwback Live. Nope, it's no, not. oh god! The 30-second pop culture. Two days challenge. in a row. <laughs> Second pop culture challenge. Um, who's on the phone today? Uh, who is on the phone, Holly? It's Holly. Oh my goodness, how easy that is! You're playing your own game. No, just kidding. Another Holly's on the line, and we're going to give Holly thirty seconds to answer five pop culture questions. Get them all right, you win a prize. And what is that prize? That prize is this. I might talk 1071 t shirt. All right, Holly, you ready to play the 30 second pop culture challenge, honey? Yes. Fabulous. Timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Tia and Tamara Mowry starred in what 90s sitcom? Oh, God. I don't think God was in it. What music artist has the nickname The Boss? Bruce Springsteen. Who created the musical Hamilton? Oh, um, that guy. Yep, um, yep that guy. Uh, Get there. His last name starts with an M. Yeah. <laughs> mm, so close. Yes. Angelina Jolie plays which? Oh, Holly. Holly, I'm so sorry you did not win the 30-second pop culture challenge. Um, but you can play again next week because we do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. All right, let's answer those questions that Holly did not get correct. Tia and Tamara Mowry starred in what 90s sitcom? Sister, sister, sister. You loved that show. Oh, God, it's so good with Jack Hay. Mm. Mm. That was wonderful. Post, hung, well, no, Hangover Saturday. Mm. That was pro, uh, appointment viewing in my Hood. studio apartment mm. on uh, West Grant over on the edge of Loring Park. Anything else you want to know? Thank no. you for um, those coordinates, Bradley. Who, who created the musical Hamilton? Who's that, that guy? That would be, she was right. His last name starts with an M. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Angelina, oops, I just erased that by accident. Angelina Jolie plays which Disney villain? Maleficent. 
Homer Simpson often drinks at what bar? That would be Moe's. Hey, Moe! And now that we've answered all of those questions, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly has brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Celebrity gossip mystery. Oh, yeah, we'll get one of those. <laughs> It's Friday. That's right. So Here excited. is our first celebrity gossip mystery, which is confirmed by NT Lawyer, by the way, the person who writes these blind items. Okay. All the friends of this longtime reality star from multiple shows who also Ooh. has a floundering sign business used as sources for tabloids are actually just the reality star herself. Ooh. Wait a minute. All the oh, friends? Mm-hmm. I got it. I got hold it. Hold on, hold on. Okay, fine, read it, but then I got the answer. All the, I know you got the answer, but I want to get the answer. Okay, all, all the friends of this long time. told us everything we needed to know. who has a floundering side business. Mm-hmm. These resources. I don't know. Juliana Huff. No. Oh, I wanted that to be so the answer. all of these friends, friends are actually made up and are the reality star herself. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, so oh, basically, Kylie. this person is feeding uh, things. Kim, she's a longtime reality star from multiple shows, guys, and she has a floundering side business. Vera, come on! I know you know this. I mean, I'm sure we do. Longtime reality star from multiple shows. Who do we know that fits she's got that a bill? floundering side business? We don't really. So talk, do we all? <laughs> we don't really talk oh. about this person's side business that much, which might be. One of the reasons why it's floundering right now. Um, what kind of reality shows? Competition um, or like, look at my life? More look at my life. Paris Hilton. No. I'm just, try- well, I'm just who, throwing things out there. Why the tone? Because, because we have talked about this person extensively within the past month on this oh, show. Oh, Kristen Cavallari. Hey. Duh. Yes, Sorry. Duh. Oh my gosh. So I don't know. I think it's the soup in my lap. That I launched onto my lap. Pea soup? No, it's that's cute. Okay, read the thing. Yeah. So all the friends in quotation mark that Kristen Cavallari has Mm. that are used as sources for tabloids are actually just Kristen Cavallari herself. Called it. Yeah. Thank you. Hi, Auntie Lawyer. Did you just catch up with our show? Just kidding. Half of our show is. I was going to say we learned everything we know from Auntie Lawyer. So be careful. Don't bite the hand that feeds you. That's true. That's a hundred percent true. Okay. Next one. But I'm glad yeah. to know that it's true. Mm-hmm. So don't not listen to us. Yeah. Next. Whatever that meant. Blinded by the item. Here's another celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and Bradley to solve. It looks like the lawyers for this A-list mostly movie actor have finally caught on to what I have been saying for years. I being anti lawyer. The celebrity CEO was smitten with the A-list mostly movie actress, and she talked him out of many millions of dollars over the years. Now mm-hmm. there will be a documentary trail of it. Ooh. A-list mostly movie actor mm-hmm. uh, and a celebrity CEO. And an A-list mostly movie, movie actress. Oh my gosh. Cele- okay. What? I've finally on. caught on to what I've been saying for years. Yes. Why would the A-list mostly movie actor need to catch on to something about a celebrity CEO smitten with an A-list mostly movie actor? Well, think there might be some legal reasons. Mm. Maybe some upcoming court dates involving all the parties. <gasps> oh, involved. oh, Tony Orlando. Bloom. What? Who? 
<laughs> I was trying to say Orlando what? Bloom and Tony Orlando came out because I'm a child of the 70s. Really the 80s, but I was there. Can so. you please... I don't want to get us off track, but I need you to stick a pin in the name Tony and remind it to me after this blind item. Okay. okay? Um, the lawyer, A-list mostly movie actor. Who do we know most? Yeah, who's the one we should be focused on right now? Well, we know the A-list mostly movie actor the most, but honestly, we know all of three of these people. now. CEO celebrity seems like a, a like that. You should be able to narrow that down. Is that like uh, Zuckerberg? No. So... The A A list mostly movie actor and the A minus list mostly movie actress used to be in a relationship with each other. Okay. And now the two of those both those people are involved in lawsuits against each other. Oh, is it Johnny Depp and Amber Heard? Yeah. Oh, yes, Queen, because Amber Heard and Elon Musk. Yes. Oh, there we go. So I was thinking Elon Musk, but, because, but then I was thinking of... Um, Elon Anderson? No, the one right now. Oh, no, that's not, a that's different thing. Elon that's Musk. a whole different that's, thing. That's Sorry. vegan in the basement of the embassy. Okay. What's his name? Julian Assange. Yeah. We're deep mm-hmm. in the weeds right now. You're thinking of Grimes. Yes, I, I was thinking of Grimes, and I'm like, well, she's not an A-list, mostly movie actress, so it couldn't be Elon Musk. But to your point, NT lawyer's point... Amber Heard, Elon Musk, mm. bada boom, bada bing, fill it in. So it looks like the lawyers for Johnny Depp have finally caught on to what anti lawyer has been saying for years. Elon Musk was smitten with Amber Heard, and Amber Heard talked him out of many millions of dollars over the years. And now apparently there will be a documentary trail of it, Ooh. or at least some kind of receipts. That is interesting. When you said documentary first, I was thinking I was, an actual documentary. Me too. Well, you know, I'm not, I'm not quite sure because sometimes NT lawyer gets a little creative with words. Interesting. What's the Tony know. thing you were going to oh, say? Oh, okay. This is just so dumb. But the Roku channel is where we have been watching Facts of Life, my daughter and yeah. me. And they took Facts of Life off like they do. You know, they rotate through things, contracts, etc. So last night we needed to find something new to watch. Do you know what we watched? Who's the boss? Yes. Tony. Tony Angela. Boom, 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 boom. I love that you show. Guys. I was obsessed. I thought my mother was Judith Light because my mom kind of looks like Judith Light oh. or she did back in the, in those days. Do you know who looks like Judith Light? Who? Donna Valentine. Oh, really? 100%. Oh. I highly recommend you go watch the pilot episode for a number of reasons. Among them, the terrible set design and also the amazing, amazing acting and also Judith Light looks exactly like Donna Valentine. Um, also, mm-hmm. Moner, mm-hmm. as played by Catherine Catherine Heigl. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. Oh gosh, no, <laughs> no. Catherine. Um, hold on. Uh, O'Hara. No. No. What? No. Catherine. Um, hold on. It's coming. Hellman. Yep, Hellman. Right. Yes, Hellman. Catherine Hellman. Hellman. She played the um, Judith Light's mom's mm-hmm. character. Mona. Judith Light's character's mom. Yep. <sighs> Sorry, our brains sometimes need to connect dots in pop culture, yes. and that's what you just witnessed, dear listeners. Yeah, you're welcome. When we come back, by the way, thank you for those blind items, Holly, and then thank you for letting me take over to tell you what I watched on television last night. That felt good Can for I me. Can I also please put a uh, request in? Yeah. Later, at some point in the show, I want to tell you about... Maybe I can do this on the other side of the break. I yeah. want to tell you what I watched last night 
I watched that um, second episode of the Jeffrey Epstein. Will you tell us about it? Because I have not started that documentary yet. I don't even know if people know it exists. And I know both you and Holly have watched well, some of it. Well, specifically, there is something that I learned last night that blew my mind, and I want to share it with you. Mm, okay, we'll talk about that after this on My Talk 1071. Thank you for that, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. 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 Um, and I had a chance to tell you that I'm watching Who's the Boss? Mm. Uh, but Bradley, you're watching something a little more apropos <laughs> to the things that we talk about on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Well, um, yeah, because I needed, you know, just a lighthearted uh, sitcom mm. to just kick back. No. Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich is a new Netflix series. It's a limited series. And uh, I know we had this conversation yesterday and now I don't remember. It's like four or six parts. I'll actually, one of us can figure that out by, by, by the, via the Google um, during this segment. But I want to tell you, I watched the first two episodes and last night we watched the second episode. And in the second episode, I said before we came back, that there was something that blew my mind and I wanted to blow yours too. It's a four-parter. Thank you, Holly. Okay. Can I blow your mind? Please. I wish you would. So this is not a spoiler or anything, but it does cover the life of Jeffrey Epstein. The very little that we knew about him, it kind of fills in some details. One of the things that it tells you is that he was um, somebody instrumental in him becoming the famous, just incredibly successful person financially is Les Wexner and Les Wexner probably means nothing to most people. Why does that sound familiar to me? He's the guy who started, well, he started a little woman's boutique in I think Ohio called the limited. Uh, and he is now, I don't know if he's still in charge of the limited group or whatever, whatever the outfit is that owned, (laughs) see what I did there. Um, the limited also owns like, or, is also a part of the same group that controls Victoria's Secret mm-hmm. and L Brands. Yeah. No. Also, okay. like Abercrombie and Fitch. No, oh, okay. not quite. But to update you, yeah. they did anyway. Uh, stepped down in February of this year as the CEO of L Brands. I, now, see, that's why this is all sounding me, sounding me really familiar. Sounding really familiar to me. Because wasn't there like a whole side story? And I'm, I'm we're gonna get back on track. And I yeah, apologize. Yeah. No, we will. Because. But wasn't there a whole side story about somebody being investigated for... And that wasn't Les, because I at okay. first thought it was going to be the same thing, but it's not Les Wexner. Because that's your Victoria's point, Secret you're connection You're thinking there. of, and Holly will help us because she has the recall, mm-hmm. who's the crazy-haired guy that was implicated um, in the whole like Victoria's Secret thing? Well, there was Edward Razick. He was the president and chief marketing officer at Limited Brands, and he was in uh, he was in charge of Victoria's Secret. Now I don't can't speak to his hairstyle. No, but the crazy guy. No, you know, crazy guy. It was another guy with an island. Yeah, and he was like, uh, had young ladies. Oh, okay. It was okay. We're gonna get to the bottom of this, but anyway, finish what you were gonna say, Bradley, and I'll try to figure out who that was. Okay, um, Peter Nygaard. Thank you. Oh, okay. Peter yeah. Nygaard um, is a Canadian, and he was um, a- alleged to have sexually assaulted a slew of underage women, including three 14-year-old girls. By yes. the way, Jeffrey Epstein, for those of you who don't know, 
um, was alleged to have had un- sex with underage girls as young as 12. Oh, my god! If not younger, and oh festooned his home with gosh. photos of naked girls. Watch the documentary. It's very important, and it's very eye-opening. But remember, I told you there's a tidbit I want to share. Yes. He's friends with Les Wexner. Yeah, well, it turns limited out... Limited brands, yep. The way he, like... He was all about... Jeffrey Epstein was all about essentially controlling people and what he would do is like get some dirt on them and then like use that dirt or like get into their lives in such a way that they couldn't extract him from their lives so that he could get what he wanted. And in Les Wexner's case, they imply essentially, and Holly, I'm curious if you had the same reaction, that he had a sexual relationship with Les Wexner in order to get control of his like billions and it, he actually took him for a ride for like 80 40 80 i don't know tens of billions or millions of dollars no billions yeah lots of money and i just thought i was like i had never heard that before but he was so maniacal so sociopathic and so perverted that allegedly he had that relationship with Les Wexner. Did you know that, Holly? I didn't know that specific detail about Jeffrey Epstein and Les Wexner. Uh, so that was very enlightening. Yeah. Yeah. So how many episodes in are you, Bradley, where you learned this? Okay. I'm sorry, because I'm grossed out yeah, yeah. at what you've learned yeah. in two episodes. Yeah, you should be. Are you concerned about being more gro- I mean I'm sorry I will say they present I'm it in a way that's not titillating it's I am not definitely questioning the judgment you used watching that in such a heavy time of life right well now. oddly because it's yeah I don't know I I just I have found it to be complete completely compelling wow and as far as the gross stuff is concerned it's not overwhelming and Holly maybe you know speak to this as well but I think they do a very good job of letting the women tell their stories of of the abuse in a way that's not titillating or salacious. I just kind of boiled it down to like the gross parts because I was trying to make a point, but I don't I don't feel like the series does that unnecessarily. No, I feel like they are very respectful to the women that are telling their stories on this docu series. And as far as watching it at this particular moment in time, it's actually fascinating and this story is really important to understand Mm. and there are so many different threads about jeffrey epstein and the people that he associated himself with and what was really going on that you know just watching this series is uh you know it's very informative and important to do it's just one of those i'm having like that moment where and this is like my prudish pollyanna view of the world that I have sometimes where I think I can't believe mm-hmm. we live in a world where somebody could have that much power and be that well known and that connected and also simultaneously that completely horrible. And and everyone knows it. Right. And, and nobody can do anything nobody, about it. And the people who do things are just patently stopped in their tracks. I mean, that's the lesson, right? Like Holly, I think you brought this up when we were talking about it before, um, not on the air, that it just it focuses a lot on Jeffrey Epstein as an individual, but he's, you know, he's dead now. So, oh, no more problem. Actually, big problems because the system that allowed him to to operate still exists and the truth is 
still that if you have enough money, because you will see all of the people, and we know because we've read about these stories before, all of the people he was friends with, the very powerful people, including but not limited to the one we focus a lot on on this show, Prince Andrew, he's still out there. Oh. And this Ghislaine Maxwell character, you are going to ask yourself repeatedly, more than you already have, why she is walking around on the street and then also going back connecting to like her familial relationships Mm and her familial relationships with other people in positions of power and so on and so forth and therefore and hereby and And hitherto forward exactly i just i think that uh, as a culture it's time for us to start opening our eyes a lot to systems in general and systems that allow certain things to take place sorry that was my um that was my bold moment netflix Filthy Rich. Four episodes. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we got to talk about Alicia Silverstone. Oh, Oof. girl. No, 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 I'm no. I'm going to get some food and chew it up for you. Okay, you're gross after this on My Talk 1071. Kristen here, reminding you not to do things. What I mean is, with same day delivery for everything from gifts to groceries, you only have to do the things you want to do. To not do the other things, visit shipped.com. That's S H I P T.com. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.